This is The 20 with DJ Spider, presented by BeatSource. What is up, everyone? Welcome to The 20 Podcast, brought to you by BeatSource. I'm your host, DJ Spider. On today's show, we are doing things a little bit differently. You know, we usually have me and the guest, and I'm interviewing them, and you're finding out all about their life and hearing little stories and tidbits from me. Today, we've got two of our past guests, uh, both incredible guests. So if you want to hear all about their life, once you find out who they are, you can go back and search those episodes and hear all about them. But on today, we're doing things a little bit different. It's more of a... Uh, roundtable discussion type of show where we're having both of them on and we're just kind of getting into what we get into. So um, I think you're going to really enjoy the episode. We just finished recording it. Both of these guys live in LA now, but they are both originally from Australia and Spain, respectively. So very international episode. We're bringing the world together Um, or we're having them fight. We don't know what's going to happen. These guys are both incredible and successful music producers as well as great DJs. Um, They have made a massive career out of, you know, all these different aspects, and you're going to hear a lot about it um, on this episode. We discuss their appreciation uh, of the opportunities they have from having their visa to be able to work here in America. Um, And that's something that I think maybe some people from America take for granted, and it was really interesting to hear that, and also to hear the process of how they got their visa, what goes into it, the money, the lawyers, and all of the things. So um, if you're interested in that, I think you're going to get a lot out of it. Um, We also get into just the reasoning behind why they moved and why they thought they should live in America and not just live in their hometown. So all of that, super great uh, info from them. We also get into um, different other things about like what platforms are best for them, social media or different things, YouTube, for them to get their music out and grow their brand. We also talk about their techniques, their philosophies on music production. They even give each other some tips, which is really cool to have two music producers helping each other out and learning from each other. And I got to just kind of be a fly on the wall and learn from it. Um, There's a lot of useful information packed into this episode, along with some hilarious stories, because these guys are extremely entertaining. Um, We got a lot of info about their home countries, um, and we learn about how much Australians love cocaine. So, so much stuff uh, comes into play. You know, you're going to learn a lot, guys. Let's just get right into it. Please welcome to the show, Dog and Sack Noel. Here we are, the 20 podcast. We are doing... A new type of interview today, guys. We're doing Chinese. We're doing an international, worldwide, global uh, connecting interview today because we've got someone from Australia, someone from Spain. We got Vlats in here from Colombia. So give it up for Dog and Sac Noel. <laughs> Woo! Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! What's up, Dog? That's right, that's right, that's right. Happy to be Morning here. Morning, Kent. Thank you. So can you tell that's who's from Australia yet? Yeah, I don't know. No, I'm, I'm from Spain. <laughs> yeah, you do look like a Spaniard. Yeah. <laughs> How would you say is morning, cunts, in Spain? I wonder. Uh, yeah. oh. oh, man. Oh, sh- <laughs> how, uh, how do you? It's like, there's no translation to that. I think, I think it's... How do you say morning? Uh, like, <laughs> like, good morning. <laughs> Mañana. Mañana, like, cunts. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, but don't, no. no. That's like trying to say or forehead to is say like cuatro cabeza. Like so it doesn't work. You know, <laughs> the finesse that the, the English language has for, for 
the cant word, like the meaning of it. <laughs> it's not in the Spanish. I think Rock it's an Australian no, it's thing, not. not even just Immediate English. warning if your kid's in the car, turn turn this off. <laughs> <laughs> nah, can't support so we, don't have, for the we children. don't have a translation. It's, yeah. it's just something um, we should invent. Right. Or, if you say that not. word in Spain, you just get slapped immediately. So it doesn't translate the same. um okay well we are here we we're gonna have a whole new more of a round table experiment episode we've had both of these amazing djs and producers on the show before so if you want to hear all their history in detail (laughs) go back search the earlier episodes i think it was like somewhere in the first 50 episodes sort of the end of 2020 we had both them on it was Mid-pandemic, I listened back to the episodes. I heard us talk, like, me and Zach were trying to think about what it was going to be like when clubs opened again. Mm. You know, you were stuck in Australia, and I remember saying, you guys had wiped out COVID 100% at that point in Australia. There were zero cases during that podcast, yeah. yeah. And we were like, this is amazing, and you were stuck there. You couldn't come here. You were, like, doing the the song like you were about to film the video i think yeah no, for I, was, I, was in a, I was in a good place musically yeah but nobody was listening to like music <laughs> mm. because everything shut down but right. i was like i was like just growing but right you know it's just uh, unless at least it's how i felt but it was a little bit of a yeah let down yeah no you were about to put out the pitbull uh version of of your song tokame i think and yeah. then like yeah so much stuff so it's been about almost Pretty much two years. Two years. So two years in a pandemic and out of it. So much has changed. And the fact that we get to all be together in Los Angeles, in America. And in this room because we can see each other. I mean, that's so important. Yeah. Yeah. So important. Yeah. So yeah, then um, Zoom ones are good. But like I was saying before, like I, it's the in-person podcast are the best. Yeah, 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 so you much have a better proper conversation. No. Exactly. So, and if you guys want to hear, you know, they've got such amazing stories. I'm sure we'll get into it. We'll tell each other. Maybe some stuff will overlap. But if you want to hear all the stuff in detail, go back and listen to that. And today, we're gonna kind of explore what's happened since then. Talk about all kinds of current event DJ things and stuff you guys uh, are doing, and then all kinds of weird stuff we were just talking about before yeah. we push record. <laughs> Yeah. See if we can hit all Let's that. It's go. always like everything happens before the you press the right button, and <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Oh, yeah, you guys missed out on some things, listeners." But uh, we will we'll, we'll hit those. We'll say them again. Yes, in a proper will, way. We'll say them again in a, a better way. Not, yeah. no, not in and a criminal an uncensored, way. Unfiltered <laughs> way. <laughs> yes, there's not censored. So this is a not a family episode, guys. Turn it off. <laughs> yeah. YouTube warning. Um, so, yes, welcome to the show. Thank you guys for being here. Cheers. Thank you for having us. Yes, um, thanks for having us. I guess just how you feeling first off, you know, what's happening? I mean, I feel good. I feel okay. good because I mean, we're all alive here and uh, yes. it's been it's been a hell of a two years. Um, yeah. But things been good. I mean, the music is always, uh, it's an industry that no matter what happens to it, it, it will never die because it's it's essential to the human experience. So true. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's it's changed and we can talk about that because I feel like uh, in two years we've gone from a, 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 like an ancient wall to <laughs> a new wall, which is now the present. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And if you didn't catch the news or you're not up to date, you're basically obsolete at this point. I'm sorry. I mean, like, I'm, yeah. I sound like ominous, but it's, it's <laughs> like this. I love the new era of music that we're in, the new everybody sampling everything, all, all like yes. the, the nostalgic feel, like. Yeah, catalog, catalog right. coming back. I fucking yeah, love I that. Yeah, I feel it's like even how you were- for DJs. Right, you were saying before like how 
we even almost feel like we're in a time where like the DJ AM time where people might be able to blow up just from being a DJ or just from taking different sounds and putting it together. And the mashup sound has graduated into like the producers as well yeah. in a way where people are taking clips of everything. And that's what you're doing with your dog project where yeah. you're taking it feels songs like people know. Right yeah. Now. Like yeah. old songs, yeah. new songs just came out and you're flipping it into your style. Yeah. And then you're making mixtapes that are your style music all mixed together, you know? Yeah. And then I know that's what, you, you know, you produce original music and then also do your remixes and then... I just increased the volume of everything. Like, uh, right. it's not... I, I remember when I started, like, in 2010, I could do a song a year. Oh, yeah, now. And just relax content. and, you know, just uh, live off it. But yeah. now, if I have I have to make, like, a song a week wow. or a remix or content or everything because there's so much competition right now. Right. I've just been making, like, a snippet a week. Exactly. Because or that's a snippet, all you're yeah. giving them. Give them a trailer a week. That's interesting. It's like, is that a good way to just don't even finish the track and like waste your time. Just make a snippet, yeah, put it up, I see the response and I, then follow I it like up. I like that, right? Because that I follow people because you follow people because they come up in your feed constantly, right? Yeah. And you're like, that was dope. That was dope. That <laughs> yeah. was dope. I tune out of like the my favorite songs. I don't know the last three, 30 seconds of it. You know what I mean? That's my some of my right. favorite records. Of yeah. Press and skip. Or you go on to the end of the song because that's the best part of it, like Runaway by Kanye. But you right. know what I mean? It's like my, the whole project is is like a it's like the, the art the art of today is like if they were to do the mona lisa again it's like you have to paint the mona lisa in its entirety but you have to cut it into a thousand digestible pieces and right. it'd be a single piece of art as well and that's, yeah. I feel that's like a great what analogy we're in now. that's a great analogy yeah. yeah people don't have time to see the whole thing yeah right. they don't want to we're in finger we're finger food yeah you're right that's interesting and oh, that, i love it like you make that your canvas and then boom I mean, right. I, I rephrase. People do have time to actually watch things. They're yeah. just not used to it anymore. It's yeah. like even if even if they had like an hour, they wouldn't do it because they don't you know, have the habit of actually sitting down for now. Like even mm. if you're watching like Netflix right now, tell me if you, you're there like for a straight hour, would you just watch or are you actually checking your phone at the same time? Is, isn't that why right. like... Checking my phone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that why like they say that uh, TV series of I've skyrocketed because it's either 30 seconds or like 10 to 30 seconds on YouTube or a whole seven series on right. Netflix. You know, give us yeah. the smallest amount or take my entire day. Right. I know. I mean, I guess there's room for all of it. And social media has been training us for each platform of what to release, even though they keep then extending the time limit. Like TikTok, everyone's like, oh, it's just 15 second videos. And they're like, well, it's now it's a minute. Now it's two That's minutes. Now it's three. Now it's like you can now post you can like a, a movie. Whole podcast. <laughs> like, I don't even know who watches that. I posted a six minute TikTok just to see can what happens. Can you do six minutes? I did. I put, or I put like what? a four something minute. What is one. the length you can do? I don't know. 15 minutes. Yeah, you could do like a movie. But it's point. always the same. Like, you know, the, the original idea is, is great. And then. Then there's a boardroom, and then people, new people, start to come in, and they feel like they need to pitch something, and they always pitch the stupidest things, like <laughs> they, they go they go against the initial idea, just because sometimes you only, I mean, they have to pitch something, mm. you know, they're sitting there or whatever, like, and and they have to do something new, and sometimes you don't have to do something new, like, wouldn't you take back the Instagram the way it was like five years ago? I think most of us would, but they just have to come up with stuff because it's it's yeah. what, what they're supposed to do that. Yeah. It's, it's a little bit of a, a like a like a race and and it, it feels pointless at some point 
Right. And well, also your your the the goalposts keep changing or the rules keep changing, like how Instagram is like, okay, post reels, that's what we're gonna show to everybody. And they even pay you, you yeah. know, to do the reel now. So then I was like, Oh, you're gonna pay me, okay. So then I'm like more motivated to just post a ton of reels. Mm. And that's why I noticed some music producers I follow that don't do as much music now, I feel like post so many reels because they're trying <laughs> to get that check from the the, yeah. the Instagram thing, you know, and then they have you know, even I saw how you, I was asking you earlier, Sack, how you have a subscription thing on your Instagram now. And like mine, I'm not, I'm not cool enough, but I'm not, a, no, <laughs> mine's not, not available. Not about that. I'll, I'll, I'm joking. But, but it's, but I saw how you immediately turned it on and you obviously had this plan, but you made a sample pack that you put out for people to buy. Um, but if somebody subscribed yeah. to your page, they got it for free. And I'm like, oh, that's genius, you know. But you're ad immediately adapting to how the new system I is. I mean, it's great when they th do stuff to actually get paid because yeah. at the end of the day, as a creator, you, you want to get paid. I mean, you can do yeah. so much for fun, you know. Yeah. But... Uh, these improvements are, are in, 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 I think, in the good, in the good lane and in the right. good process to actually get more people involved, mm. because I, I, all those things that Instagram is doing, like paying for reels and paying for for subscriptions and and the fact that you could do a shop and it's business oriented, that's the good social media. Yeah, that's the good. That's the way to go. Right. That's the way to go. And that's the way where I guess your Instagram page is like your store and you're just like, okay, yeah. what, what can you do for your store? You throw events, you put a sign in the front, you do things to like call attention to it, you know, and that's what your postings are. And then you sell things through the store or get people to subscribe yeah, to the great. store or whatever it is. So in a way it's Instagram is changing and it's annoying, like you said, but I think there's some good things that you could take advantage I try, of. I try to look at it less like, Obviously, I'm like, oh, fuck, why did they change that? Right. Well, I try to just look at it as like the new canvas on which yes. I'm just do the art on. You know, yeah. so it's like visuals suddenly went vertical. So it's like, oh, fuck. Right. Like now I just film just vertical. vertical. Yeah. yeah. Everything's shorter. Well, dope. Like, you know, I got to cram as well, much in and, yeah. you know, just all the small, techniques and that. Like Just a small tip here because I've been doing this and it's what, proven to work. Just... Film, I film horizontal in 4K. Yeah. And then oh, you can, so you you can, can take zoom in. Yeah, you, you can, can take the all. vertical clip and the horizontal at the same time because many people ask me that. And I think it's worth sharing. It, it's stupid, but it might, might no, be No, no, no. That's what we do. That's actually good. And that's what we do with this. Um, Vlats uh, is over here. You guys can't hear him, but he say hi. Uh, I'm right here. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You guys get to hear Vlats. Yes. <laughs> Um, so Vlats edits the videos. Vlats is the superhuman of our podcast. Helps with everything, and he's also you know amazing in his own right. DJ City Latino. He's a remix. I play his remix that he did with uh, your one of your production partners, Salvi. Uh, yeah, they make great stuff. Yeah, that yeah, Bad yeah, Bunny play, remix I've been playing all over. So props of Vlats. But the reason why I'm talking about him is that we do what you said. So right now we're filming in like. I, I don't know about 4K because we're doing so much, but we're filming in the horizontal, in the horizontal, and then when we put it on, we do the up close for the vertical. Yeah, you know? so you can cover all bases with this. Yeah, because then mm. we can put it on YouTube, and when we put it on Twitter, we keep it that way. But then when you put it on Reels, TikTok, or whatever, you can do it the other way. Yeah, because I, I hate when people put horizontal on Reels. It's like shit. And Why? I feel like Why? the algorithm or something looks at it weird because sometimes I, I've tried it and those get way less likes and plays I've than yeah. my vertical ones. But you never know because I've seen people who have had shit recently, like my mate Crunk, 
right? We always talk about oh, like what what will work, what won't, rah rah yeah. rah. And he posted like a, a snippet, a video of him playing at a club. It was widescreen on TikTok. People were like, yeah, that ain't gonna work. And that's the one that blew up. And it's like, there's no there's like, no there's, real way to predict. Yeah, I no guess. one knows yeah. this shit. I like, mean, just you always go by play this. As much like as you people can. don't care. Yeah, what do you care? Do what you like, think like, is dope. Like, like that's it. True. Would you yeah. would you actually do it? Like, would you put a horizontal video in a vertical format? I would never because. It yeah, will feel uh, like yeah. I'm doing something wrong, so I don't do it because of me. Yeah. Right. But I know people don't give. No, they don't they care. You see all them rap care. videos you know that are like, like that's the horizontal thing, and then it's like the it's almost like, like a, a black screen. The, oh, oh, yeah, the on the top of the bottom with the logo yeah, like the it. artwork yeah. of the like. I kind of cringe when I see that looking up, but I'm like, oh yeah, it's making use of it. Right, yeah. that's true. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's different ways to do it, but uh, but you know, we've I'm we've no been, but I guess something that's. You know, like all these changes and we all adapt and that's something for everybody out there to listen to is that you got to adapt. You know what I mean? That's oh, yeah, part of yeah, this yeah, game yeah. is that like people are like, how have you been doing this for so long? And I, I always kind of like relate it to like surfing or something like you have to like be one with the water, be able to flow with the water, go with the flow, how you were saying earlier and like. And, and you're almost surfing this wave and sometimes you're going to be on the big part and the little part, but you, if you want to hang on, you have to keep adjusting your balance yeah, and, and then you can enjoy no it more. noticing. Yeah. Rather than trying to like, be like, well, this is how I do it. And this is what I do. Like you have to, even if you're in the top, you have to keep adjusting and not be so in your, especially if you're on the top. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because you have more eyes on you. Yeah. It's like, I see like many people criticize, uh, well. Maybe not so many people, but some people <laughs> criticize David Guetta. And right. I think he's one of the best ever existed because he's been adapting himself. It's so true. Since yeah, 20 years ago. Doing that. Drake's yeah. a fucking every time, that shit. Every time you can make fun of David Guetta's sound and like make a fake parody of it, he's on to the next sound. So exactly. you're right in a way. And you're like, wait, he doesn't do hip hop. And then he has like a rap song with Nicki Minaj. And then you're like... And if somebody doesn't like that, then boom, they, you know, it's this titanium or, you know, whatever. He's been a master on, on his craft. And, Dude, uh, you know, titanium is like coming back as like a, I play it again now. And like, oh, I love that. it's hey. almost like, cause I feel like five years ago you played it and it was like, oh, you're playing a played out song. <laughs> That's not cool anymore. And now you play it and it's like back, like nostalgia. Like everyone's Bro, like, all yeah, every like word and Ellie Goulding's uh, lights. Yeah. I think it's levels, like a, all that shit. Like, like yeah, five, it's like six 10 years. years. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's been like 10 years since a lot of that stuff. Yeah. Probably. 2012. <laughs> probably. Yeah. Because it's crazy. I, I've been dropping it now and it's almost like these kids were probably like 12 years old when it came out. Now they're 22 and they're in the club. So they're like, oh, I've never heard it so loud and feel the bass and all that and stuff. And all the new songs coming out are flips of them sort of songs as well. So and it's they like, don't even know. They don't even know. Or even if they do like... Yeah, they they want that, or like Joel Corey or A Loke, or you Love, know they'll come I'm, out with. I'm all they'll for redo it. a lot of those old songs. If and anybody it, it who's works. against it, go watch the documentary called "Everything Is a Remix," and it'll change your mind on on like people oh, yeah, flipping and that. and sampling and that. It's like oh, it's not original because they're doing that. It's like no, no idea is original. No, no, Everything's yeah. a remix. Like what language are we speaking in? We're speaking. Right. We we literally sampling other people's words that they've, yeah. they've made up every time we fucking say a word. So yeah. like I'm, and as, as a producer that started as a DJ, right. every time I make a beat, I bounce it out, I throw it in my Serato, and I'm so I've got it there to see if what it sounds like with this acapella or right. with that beat. I want to look at the WAV file because I'm like, I can kind of tell when a, a, totally. I, if a song isn't mixed and mastered right, 
I can tell by the way it looks. Yeah. And, and like, it's weird. <laughs> don't look at my <laughs> Don't look at my no, stuff don't ever. Look at my shit either. My shit You're sucks. Like, yo, you got a horrible. weird peak but, right yeah. there, a valley going down. But and so like, I'm I'm just I'm, I absolutely love this era of 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 nostalgia and bring and everything bringing back. But it's nostalgia for you, but not for the kids. Yeah, well, there's that too. You know what yeah. I mean? Well, that's the thing. Like, we I played wise, in Atlantic. Yeah. We're wise beyond belief now. As you yeah. get older, everything is yeah. nostalgia. Like, right. oh, shit. You like this Sierra song? <laughs> yeah. Check out all but these yeah, other I play, ones. But yeah, I played in Atlantic City and I was towards the end of the set playing some more kind of chill house and I played that Dead Mouse Cascade, I Remember, mm. you know, song. And this kid comes up and he's like, what is this? So good. And I was like, how old are you? And he's like, 23. And I was like, oh, my God. I was like, it's Dead Mouse and Cascade. And he's like, oh, he'd never heard it. But that song came out when he was like 12. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? The good, the good thing is that in the past, when the records came out, they couldn't be uploaded on YouTube and stay there, yeah. right? So now, like since 20 years ago, everything has been uploaded. So all these kids now, they find music and, and they find something that's from the past. Yeah from the recent past and they, they have it as new, you know what I mean? Same right. quality, they can play with it. Yeah. So the culture is going to evolve like in a weird, in a weird way that's never been done before. So and, that's and not only just they're playing it, but they're manipulating it with all these apps. Exactly. Like they're speeding it up or they're slowing it down. They're mixing it to get like yeah. the things you, the creative shit you can do on these apps are making, like I'm seeing songs like that Ellie Goulding lights or whatever. So this is an example, yeah. like, blow up on TikTok. Now you can play it in the club again. But the version that blew up was a sped up version that yeah, people right. danced to. Yeah. And so now people are like, oh, I'll play that song. You play it, but you you didn't play it speed up enough. Right. They're like, what is this version? Yeah. Play, yeah. The, play the actual it's song. A new, it's also a new language, but yeah. I'm going to throw you something even even harder here. Because in a, I think in a year or two, yeah. we'll have like AI made songs that it will be exactly as right. human I'm made songs. AI. You know what I mean? You already <laughs> you are. are. You already are. Because <laughs> Australia, like that's a made up country. Australian <laughs> intelligence. It doesn't exist. That's yeah, it's like- not a real place. Australia? There's a movie that's called Australia, and that's probably where it got it from. Exactly. <laughs> but it's a made-up country. <laughs> so, You're about to start a war between Spain and Australia. Oh, no. Well, Spain wasn't even... <laughs> a soccer war would crash <laughs> you. We're not bad at soccer, yeah, but yeah. Okay, we're but, not. Uh, yeah. yeah, the AI is going to be something, you know, yeah. taking consideration. I think that's true. It's, it, yeah, I mean... Yeah, that's some weird, wild future that... It's, I've it's seen like I've seen like these image generators that you type like yeah me too like, that doll e yeah, and like other ones DJ spinning in the desert and they just yep. just appears like this so imagine like cool song with a drop that's like uh, so uh, whatever and boom you have yeah. it yeah and even that's if if you just you even if you you just sample this and use it as your own that's gonna be the new sta splice starting hey. right. They, they, they already <laughs> have they already have it clip that they already, they already Wait, have so it so you can make you can be like uh, talk into the AI and be uh, like I need no, some but like specific Latin sounding up tempo yeah. drums that have that uh, make me, make bongo me a horn. style rhythm and then yeah make me a horn make, make me the sample not the song that's a really good one I'll, I'll see be that's how it's going to be integrated rather than take over it's us. called um, and then we're all going to die I mean, so, I mean I'm pretty sure it's going to take over but yeah, <laughs> we can we can have the the small parts too for us to have fun with. Yeah, I mean, as long as I enjoy it, I don't care. I don't want I mean, a machine to make a song for me. I don't me, care if I'm if Drake makes the money or uh, an AI makes the money. I'm like, trying to look I'm it up. Not yeah, it, who cares who makes it? 
There's some app. It's called like Caro or Kara or something. But I think it's um, Splice came out with a artificial intelligence. Oh, it, app. they did. Yeah, oh, I, I, I'm, I was trying to find it, but I I just downloaded it. I hadn't messed with it yet, but it'll do like. It shows different sounds that go together and the keys and the speed, like so many things. So it's helping you and you swipe almost like Tinder or something, I think, mm. with like what you wow. like and don't like. And then it'll help you put it together and I got something like that. It's the beginnings of what you're saying. Because I've been, I've been talking about that forever is that you can get, I'm sure that they're building this, but you could have like an artificial intelligence um in like player like so you could be like okay i got my bass player and like True. i've been training him like you only feed it like james brown bass lines and um different different oh yeah coso c-o-s-o that's what it is wow. as if serato isn't that anyway like you gotta look then. up what it does but yeah that's the name of it c-o-s-o and like but you could train let's say you only make funk songs and you just feed it like every funk song like a drummer ai and a bass player ai and then you could have it jam with you and your thing until and then take parts that you like from it and it only knows what you fed it and then you can chop those parts in your ableton like oh that was a good part you did artificial drummer that's my friend but also i was thinking like you could build it up like let's say you, the same way in my serato i've been doing it for years you build up this ai for years to sort of train it to what you want you could like sell that like like sack Noel's yeah, because AI be an of bass, of your and then like history. it can jam yes. on your bass. Yeah, I'm already like just a plug in the sample packs and moving into that. You're already oh, yeah, doing just, it. I'm already You're moving into that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Are you even here? <laughs> no, I'm already. I'm already processing. <laughs> We're going back to virtual from here. It's um, a hologram. Well, so something that that you know we've been talking about all these changes and adjusting and 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 going with the flow with the different things, but I think something that and how different you guys are, you know, different music, different producers, different countries, different everything. Um, but I think that something similar is that both of you have worked with DJ City, uh, Beat Source, and you know Edwin Phenom over the whole time you know for yeah. a long time and our audience loves both of your music and i feel like plays it just as much um but it's totally different so like i wonder what can we learn from that is there anything we could get out of that you know where like what have you guys done to be able to get the dj city and the beat source audience to really like your stuff and to grow with them you know over time and have that be that be the one constant through your production know. career is it maybe because we're like DJ producers, like yeah, right, we I make wonder, records yeah. that. So for we, me, we the, try the, to make the, it the audience, like like, yeah. like the DJ City audience, is like, a, I I think it's an audience that that's mostly forgotten for the for the producers. Like uh, right. you know what I mean? Like yes. it's either like festival type of music, pop records, uh, but there's no like a, a um, you know a record that you could play in a in a venue or a club that's that's made for that specific venue and club which is the bottle service open format um room right and what i try to make personally is you know cater to those people okay so they always have like an alternative or like a, a version of, of uh, you know a record that they play that's sac noel that they know is gonna work yeah you know what i mean because the, these djs are the majority of the djs in the yeah, world 100%. and they are not taken care of properly DJ City does a good job, but right. you know what I mean? They're it, the it one playing all the music. Right. But the and a lot of the artists don't pay attention. Like I know like Diplo or certain artists will 
care about the DJ City audience and make sure they do things for it and make it and, and you guys obviously but a lot I think that's an interesting point that a lot of producers don't did, even think did about. Did you start as a DJ before you were a producer? Yeah, I, uh, I honestly no I started as a producer but yeah. I wasn't producing seriously. Yeah, yeah. I was just messing with computer music programs. Okay. When and was this? If that was when I was like 16 years old. I don't know like like uh, five years ago. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Five years ago. Yeah. And um, yeah, and then I started DJing and I implemented whatever I learned from DJing to the producing and vice versa. Mm. Okay. Um, so, but, but yeah, I mean, uh, but it, it was after uh, meeting with Edwin and be, uh, coming to LA and seeing the whole US market because the US market, it's a beast on its own. It's a completely separate from, from everywhere else. Right. Yeah. And how 100%. the markets operate and how many DJs are, are not being fed um, the right the right um, type of music. Yeah. Right? So I was like, I'm going to take care of this. I want to personally make sure that every DJ gets, you know, the version they need for their clubs. And it, I don't need to make music for the festivals. I can make music for the festivals. I can make music to be cool, right? But uh, but I don't want to forget about the, um, you know, the, the normal DJ. Like yeah, the DJ the that spends DJs like six hours in a club yeah. working. And those DJs need, need, need the stuff. And not I'm not talking about edits and extended versions. Like I'm talking about full-on remix. Yes, yeah. Yeah. that's Remixes what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. I, I want to give my time to that. Yeah, that's interesting. They're the ones that play most of the music and all the like all different styles. Yeah. of music yeah. too. Because I was, I was one. Of, I mean, I'm a steel am, but I mean, I had my residencies back in Spain where I would, I would do six hours. So I know how it is. Mm. And and now I don't do that, but but I still feel like you know there's a lot of DJs that are in this point and. and Wow, man! There's a, a bunch. I mean, I'm not saying this because I'm a good person, which I am, by the way. I'm <laughs> saying this also. I agree. Like everyone listening, like there's a huge market right there that nobody's stopping into it. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. It's true. There's all the yeah, and I think you have a similar thing, whether you're conscious of it or not. I mean, you make all the songs of you that you've made. We talked about on the last podcast, like um, that that they're. Songs DJs can play even if people don't know them, and it'll still work, and people yeah, are dancing to I'm it. I'm like subconsciously conscious of it. Yeah, like it's so deep in me because I started as a DJ for like ten years before I even learned to produce. Right, I don't even listen to music at home on iTunes or Spotify. I listen to it in Serato. I download the song, I put it in Serato. I want right. to put a cue point on every song. Yeah, I want to make my loops. Like, and your I, stuff always sounds so good that, and looks good in Serato. I so that makes that. sense. I hate. <laughs> My mix and well, like bend over, you know, like bend over, for example. I mean, such a huge song. I play it still all the time, you know. And like, yeah. that was one of those songs that worked the first time I played it. It wasn't like people were like, "What is this?" You know, like. And I think, and it was an original song, obviously with Little John, you yeah, know. But yeah. but it it had that same that feeling. Song is so good, though. Yeah, oh, I tried shit. to copy that so many times. Nah, <laughs> I've tried to I copy it honest. since. No, no, no. I tried. I tried, and I think like. Uh, in my in the back of my head, I'm always like, there has to be more music like this, but nobody. Yeah, I mean, it. there's not much. There, I, no, I mean, that's hard. still as a, so simple. a staple part in my set because I I have mixes with it, and I don't have that many songs that have replaced it. You know, um, and you have songs like that too. That trumpet song is like almost like a yeah, every time play classic legend. Like it, it, it just sounds great it it doesn't get old it doesn't sound dated it doesn't you know what i mean it's like and it's a dj friendly song that you could play i remember playing it when nobody knew it same thing let the drum <laughs> thank you for you know. doing that yes of course you know and then and and uh tokome like all the songs so i feel like that's it's interesting to hear you guys describe it because that is true you I, know? I think like this even when i'm writing you know because i've done a 
bunch of shit like some soul stuff indie shit and right. like i think like that with that dj mindset how to cut the fat on songs that are like acoustic songs or like soul or blues or, right. or even just like hip-hop whatever that's like, cool because that's, yeah people are like oh structure is everything with the song to me i'm like it's kind of simple because that's my entire DJ career has been making edits and like thinking of song. Oh yeah. Okay. I love that song, but let's go straight to the hook here. That's yeah. so important. You know what that's I mean? So and like th that applies to all music. And that's where being a DJ helps because yeah, you're able to see it in real life. Oh, when I push this button and go to the end and cut that part, everybody keeps going crazy. When I leave it, everyone looks around, you know, so you playable know, doesn't just mean in the club playable means anywhere. Right. And if like it's even more important now, it's yeah. like if they you don't catch them in the three seconds, I know, like which is fucked. But at the same time, it's like it makes you think about, oh fuck, am I getting into it? Like shit, yeah. I may I got to get to the hook quicker, or right. I got to like you know, maybe yeah, I don't you need can't be like long instrument jamming out in your studio. Like, yeah, oh, such a nice feeling, like one minute long. Do of that a thing. to make it. Yeah, and then cut. I mean, and then, could, yeah, I sometimes do. Yeah, like long songs just for the variety of it. Yes. Yeah, and for the fun. They and never get any attention. Yeah, and then you got to find the <laughs> snippet to, to like to promote it or whatever. And yeah. like, you so know, yeah, yeah. people do like long songs, but it yeah, like just in terms of making songs that are playable and appeal to DJs, that's so much more universal to all style of music because. It, it really playable, like I said, just doesn't mean in but the that's club. A, it's that's anywhere. a great skill you have. Structure like knowing knowing to trim the fat. And all. This is one of the most, you know, important skills a producer and DJ can have. Yeah, if you have this, you're gold. Yeah, you, you if you can understand that less is more and that you just put just enough, you know, and then pull back and then I spend way too much time editing songs to go into my Serato to then play. Okay. Because I just am so anal about, I, I just, I, it's almost like I have to make an edit to nearly every song. Do you really? You edit every, every not song? Not every song, but yeah. like I've literally, cause I haven't played for the last three months. I've just been here working, producing. Right. I go next week, I'm in Australia and I, I start to run some shows. Oh wow. And I've already this week, I'm probably a quarter way through the amount of songs that I want to edit and I've done 35 edits already. Damn. <laughs> and it's like, fuck, I'm probably going to do 100 edits before I go back. And what kind of songs? Like, what are you All playing? All sorts of shit, like that Doja song. I'm okay. doing a lot of, like, club drill flips, which is, like, just taking a song like Clarity, the uh, Matthew Coma acoustic version, yeah. speeding it up to 170, putting some drums over it, you know, thought shit with a ballet, ballet, ballet funk. Yeah. Baile. Baile. Yeah. Shout to Matthew Coma. He's a fellow uh, dad uh, in my kids' He's class. So dope. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, wow. we're like, our yeah. kids go to school together. <laughs> wow. Wow. So you have the producer, the, uh, the, the producer, the DJ song school? Like, they all go together? Pretty like, much, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, I met him. I was like, oh, I play your music. I, I listen to your voice. You know what I play? Uh, He's in a band, Winnetka, uh, Winnetka Bowling League is the name of the band now. They like tour around. He's but such a dope vocalist. Oh, he's super dope. Yeah. He's hilarious, funny, cool guy too. Yeah. I get to hang with him at like the school functions. <laughs> I'm like, you're my yeah, music man. friend. But uh, like, like songs like that. And he's married to Hillary Duff now. Is he really? Yeah. Wow. So she's there the mom. <laughs> Look at this. Oh, this 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 meeting is at your school. Must be uh, interesting. Hectic. Oh my god, <laughs> you don't even know. Grow having a child in Los Angeles and sending them to school. Like the amount of people that I've been. I mean, I've been at like. 
his preschool, we had like Amber Rose and Wiz Khalifa, you know, we're at the Halloween fair and she's walking around with like the tightest pants and he's like eating gummy worms, like super high, like, well, like this is what is And like Sandra Bullock and Nicole Kidman are walking by and it's like the craziest uh, Hollywood schools. I hope people are having kids now just for the uh, networking. (laughs) Yo, honestly, (laughs) it's crazy networking. The amount of people I meet that own like the craziest businesses or do things in the industry, I'm like, yo, let's talk. Like I get better networking through my kids' school stuff than like going out at night in LA. Any listeners out there want to have a kid so we can network? (laughs) I'm telling you. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna. Me and Matthew Coma doing an album, no. I'm pretty sure you can rent one in LA. You can, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll give you my kid for the weekend. Yeah, it's uh, just pretend. It's American. Oh, you could be a nanny. Yeah. That that could be a way to <laughs> be a manny. No, nah, I want to be a nanny. <laughs> you could be a nanny, and then you just get access to the kid yeah. enough to be at the park long enough to meet Diddy. I've seen Diddy at the park, and shit. You're just like, yo, what up? I've got my kid, you know. <laughs> Like it's wow. uh, it's that dad connect, you know, you hook it up. The dad connect, right? <laughs> the, yeah, dad, the dad music connect, start a business together. Um, all right. Sorry to go off topic <laughs> with that. <laughs> I, I lost our train of thought now too. Um, oh yeah. Well, uh, but yes. Oh no, I was editing songs. Oh yes. Yeah. So, so, oh all yeah. Sorts. So you're playing that and you're going to go into your dog theme for like your DJ sets. Like, yeah, with I'm, I'm tr- obsessed with this club drill thing yes. and cause it's essentially hip hop, but right. allowing. And so for people to listen, go to buried by dog, D a W G yep. on, uh, Instagram or TikTok, yeah, or anything. But those are the main ones you're main posting ones, these yeah. videos and he will flip. He has his own songs and he flips songs into like drill remixes yeah. as a whole. Mick has mixtapes. I just did uh, this. My well, I did a Kanye West mixtape back in the day, but I this is my first mixtape that I've done. I was okay. only ever doing small mixes because I was like, What's the point? The, right, you make a full mix and then you got to figure out what's the 15 seconds to one minute, yeah, you're gonna push it, and that's where all the views are gonna be. Going. I love right. those that you have that is like yeah. 30 seconds of everything together, yeah. man. And oh, I'm yeah. like, Should oh, I yeah, finish those quick mixes with yeah. the video and everything? It's right, like, like, I had to ask him, like, I don't know, you that do that. Was that. <laughs> people have asked me about that. I'm probably gonna do a tutorial on how, yeah, please. like I did the intro and the mix and the video, but yeah. the video was. Simple to be honest, like in the sense that I, okay, the two cheat codes that I did to make these edits was I'd t- get all the songs that were in the mix and I'd just watch the video on YouTube but hit screen record. So I'd only re- screen record that moment that I needed and then you just throw it into fucking Final Cut and you just warp it, like you just change, retime it roughly and then make cuts. That's why my the clips look like it's going like that all the time. Because I just oh. roughly time it, so it's like I not thought really maybe you were DJing properly. it off Serato video. No, nah, I can't something. do that. I, I don't know even know how to do that. Okay. I, I'm I'm I know my way around Final Cut. Right, got I, it. To me, it's the same as Ableton. Yeah, it's simpler. It just right. takes more of your storage space yeah. on the computer. Yeah. But video editing in that form is just like audio editing. So you video edit all of your TikToks and reels in Final Cut. Then yeah, I try. I I try to keep the TikToks kind of just. My TikTok ain't shit at the moment, but like just as simple well, as possible. Well, it's been building. Videos. I've seen you since the beginning. Yeah. Um, but I, I like I did the I've done the the mixtape intro and then like mega mix things. And I found when I'd made the video with other clips sliced together in and amongst me mixing, right? Like it, they really kind of people reacted to them, and that's cool. You know, I've done that in the past with previous projects and. I was like, oh, it was fun to be able to bring that skill back. But yeah. it, it's 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 when you 
figure it out, especially if you know how to edit music, it's it's quite simple. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, like we were talking about with um, you guys being from all over the world, um, what brought you to America? What brought you to Los Angeles? Why did you want to be here and make such a big point of coming here, you know, and doing the music from here rather than just being in your home and blowing up there? Well, when you travel and you know people, you start realizing like, yeah, my country is great, but it's maybe too small for music. Right. And I yeah. first I first met, um, you have a big country, so shh. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, there's probably a bigger population. Yeah, he, like he has a continent. Yeah, I have a continent. <laughs> Australia is huge, Dark. but there's only 35 million people in it. Right, right. So um, how many are in Spain? I don't it's even 40, know. 40 something million. Damn. Yeah, we're all crammed up, but you know, right. it's just uh, it's a small market. You have a better market. Um, <laughs> The Spanish market, music market is really bad. We both and have nice beaches. Um, <laughs> that is true. Uh, you have them here too. Not, not in LA though. Nah, not, not as good as <laughs> not Australia. In LA, Australia beaches are dope as fuck. Not in like LA. Imagine Spain. No, they're, they're oh they're man! Yeah. I just ha I was just there like for my first time for yeah, uh, you know, a couple deal. weeks in Spain. He, he knows the, the deal. It was the so best. Uh, then I met Edwin and I met uh, different people and and everything seemed to be bringing me to uh, the West Coast. Okay, and I had been here many times, you know, for performing. So at one point, I just decided, let's make it uh, my my place. Let's make it uh, my my um, my home. Wow! So I just came here and uh, I stayed here. Uh, was the that was that's the like a brave I mean, big move. Though, I mean, you know, the only thing that. is just you know the, all the immigration process. It's a little bit uh, time consuming, but yeah. not not that it, complicated. It seems brave, but like I'm sort of the same, right? Like I grew up listening to hip hop, right? And and you know like Snoop and Dre and like just all the whole music industry of the American music industry runs right. the world essentially. And that's what I always looked up to and idolized all the way up to like, you know, the AM era and like Steve Oakey and that early fucking, remember the early shit they were doing with the LMFAO and justice and yeah, of course. like that, uh, that open format electro scene. Mm -hmm. Like I oh, made like, that's where everything was to me. Like Europe was popping, but to me like American music was just everything. Right. Still is for the most part. And then, you know, just making trips as much as I can out here on the like holiday visa. Yeah. Fe met Phenom again. I was buying vinyl from DJ city when they were only selling vinyl. Wow. Crazy. <laughs> and like, that's how I met fee and you know, like years past coming out, coming out, coming out. And yeah, I was like, I was signed to ministry of sound, the touring agents, like as a touring agent okay. in Australia. And that's, yeah. they helped me get my first visa. And then from then I've been able to, just wow. to keep it, which has been dope. Yeah, yeah. I go and I've been going back and forth quite a lot. What's you know? the process for the visa or keeping it, or what is I it? I mean, there are different routes. You probably have the working the. I got uh, the O one visa, yeah. and I want to say that it's extremely hard. But my manager Matt did all of it, so I can't take any credit <laughs> for like like he did all the work. Right. Apparently, it was like a hundred and fifty page uh, document. It's not that. Shit. No, it's not that hard. I wow. mean, it's well, for me, but I, no, it's not that hard. It's not that hard. It's just time consuming. You don't need Matt. Yeah, yeah <laughs> fuck Matt. No, <laughs> no, 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 I love Matt. <laughs> Shout out Matt GC. But <laughs> I, Matt, I, Matt is Matt is a lord. Yes, Lord Matt. He's, <laughs> Matt is a sick cunt. Yeah. <laughs> like I was joking. Like I could start. I could start an immigration agency because I don't my visas. I don't my green card. And um, I help Salvis. I uh, had other people like I always. Nice. But I'm always bringing new people in the country because I'm always <laughs> giving them like uh, 
my testimonials to like different different artists. Like I did like oh, a, nice. yeah yeah. So I'm like he, he got the immigration. It's problem. not easy though. Cossack, no, he's got it. Yeah, it's not easy though. <laughs> like we take. I I mean I feel that sometimes I feel like I'm taking it for granted because I know a lot of people who want to come out here who may not have had some of the you know like some of the placements or whatever that I've got that have yeah. allowed me to you know get the visa you know yeah. like the cosign from little john was like helped heaps and like the few right. records that i had got like got with like people or whatever like so they know that. you're like an official real yeah, person well, yeah, that could gotta, do work yeah you got to not like just show your like, credentials hey, let me come. Yeah. yeah and like i know a lot of people who are like want to get out here and it's hard because it's a lot of money and you there's no guarantee you'll get it especially if you don't have right. credentials but it's a fair system if you actually do a good application it's, yes it, it, chances are you're getting approved it's not a bullshit system. Yeah. It's a fair You're just going to get a good enough lawyer who can tell you that your application's good. Yeah, that's the that's a key part. Okay. You, yeah. you have to hire someone to actually help you out putting it together because they like it a certain way. You can have a lot of information. They just need to uh, yeah. address it the right, right way. But even if you don't like have a visa, mm-hmm. I, I was coming out here before my visa on yeah. holidays. Like, And you can network and you yeah, can work on music. Like, yeah. I, I know the people that I see come out here do that as well. Yes. You know, because that's it's a way like, to start it and figure out if you want to even yeah, be here. Well, right? yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Some people like being the big fish in the small pond, right? And staying in their town. That and helped just me doing, get out know. here. Right, yeah. and then you come here, and then you can take it as far as you want. I love going back to Australia, and I imagine it'd be the same going back to different parts of the world that you know quite well. Especially yeah. when you come back here, you've got that new flavor and that like it's a different outlook when you come here. And I'm working with some people and yeah. stuff that I might think is like normal in the way that we do music in Australia. They're like, "Whoa, that shit's fucking weird and dope," yeah. and they want to do more of that. And and so I that I love going back and feeding like off right. of the the art and shit that's happening. Yeah, you will, you will always be in Australia and I'll always be a Spaniard. Yeah. I mean, I that's, like some, that's something we cannot uh, reverse, but exactly. it, it, Listen it helps to me. us. You, <laughs> know, <laughs> you know, right? I think my accent gets stronger while I'm here. Really? Because it's more entertaining. Yeah, <laughs> this is uh, this is not a comical, fun when accent. When you go home, you're like, hey, this everybody, like, how are you? I'm in Australia. <laughs> I have a light Australian accent compared to my family. Really? This is not strong. And people Yo, are like, I can understand you, so it's not strong yeah. ever. <laughs> <laughs> if I understand you, you're good. Yeah. Because <laughs> there are the people, like, all the Australians, I'm like, yeah, you're fucking hell, mate. What are you doing? Let's get some bags. Yeah, I'm putting the closed captioning on, uh, if I'm watching an Australian <laughs> show on Netflix. <laughs> I'm like, wait, or what? Or a New Zealand show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm like, what did they say? Um, wow. Okay. Well, th- no, those, that's so interesting. And that's such, and I think a lot of people will, be able to learn from that and be inspired by it, you know, and I mean, something uh, they can look here, I mean, to be in the, the States and in California is a privilege, man. Like, mm, you know, it's, it's yeah. something that we, we had to fought for and, and right. many people want to be here. So we, and we, I think a lot of people take it for granted on this side. Like I grew up here my whole oh, life. Yeah, yeah, like you I guys grew do. up right here, you know, like that's insane. Hey, that's so dope. 10 minutes from like, I was born, uh, you know, and right by the Beverly center, <laughs> right behind. And like, Grew up in Hollywood till I was ten in Santa Monica, you know, and yeah. you don't really realize that I guess till that even hearing you guys say those kind of things, like 
you're you take it so for granted you know growing up you're, oh what do i want to do oh i'm bored i don't know what to do and it's like really other people are trying to get here and have these opportunities and do all this kind of stuff and it's something that you should realize just being in america as a whole but let alone being in los angeles and growing up here yeah, all the opportunities man, every you have. time especially when i first came out here and i'd like you'd like walk past or drive past the school in hollywood yeah. it always blew my fucking mind i'm like the people grew up here yeah like, this is not just it's like a whole movie set i know it felt yeah. like now i've lived here like kind of you know right. what i mean but like at first i was like wow that's weird no, i understand the feeling i had the same feeling like sometimes like, imagine going to hollywood yeah. high. like what i know jesus man like i, just <laughs> I want to see for 612 adelaide baby <laughs> fucking down the real I south i mean this country really? has a great marketing. The real south. <laughs> it has a great marketing it, internationally united states has a great marketing but it's mostly true you what, mean what as you in sell, like what's good what about you it sell, Right. What you find when you come here, it's mostly true. That's interesting. Like you get what you thought you would get. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I was like, I don't know if I'm going to like it. I mean, I'm probably going to like it, but yeah. I don't know for sure. But w once I stepped foot in here, I was like, right. okay. It is cool. nice as a big mix of people. Like that's what I noticed when I went to Barcelona was I felt like it was very international and there was a big mix of people there. Like it felt... Like I was in Spain, but it felt like there was people from all over the world in mm. Barcelona. And then some other places feels very much like you're just in that country, you know, and you don't know what's happening. But here, there's everybody, you know, like every different neighborhood and oh, every yeah. different kind of person. And um, The big yeah. major yeah. cities are yeah. often like that. Always but, but, seem but, to be like that. The difference also. between Spain and here is like that mix in, in, in Spain is mainly in the big cities. Barcelona and Madrid, they right. have a little bit of a mix. The state is everywhere. Everywhere. Even in the small towns. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's just it's just the way the country is built. Right. And that 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 already puts in an advantage because if you have people from everywhere, you have different you know thinking ways. Right. Different mentalities come together for the and, and, and all sharing the same goal at least yeah. until now. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is this is the greatest um, human you know experiment that's ever been done. Yeah. Because uh, all every other country just they had their own do pass or whatever. Right. Here's everything came, you know, from, from everywhere. I put it together towards the same goal. You know, it's yeah. just, just great. And it's interesting how, in a way, you were saying that all the American music was coming out where you guys were and you looked up to it and you heard it. Now we're in the future and all of the music from the world is coming to America and becoming the number one songs, you know? And yeah. It's a weird full circle thing where, and it and it maybe has something to do with, like you're saying, the country's built like this. It's every different culture, every different language, every everything. So now it's becoming bigger and bigger, and we all listen to so many different kinds of music that the top ten is going to be a song from Korea and Spain and here that you know, like Puerto Rico, California. You know, it's like they're from all over the place and. Maybe that's something to do with that, you know. Like, I mean, I think that's uh, aligned the, with the everything that's happening. Yeah, what's happening right now in the world, like the the fragmentation of of, of everything. It's, right. it's it's in trend of what you're saying. Yeah, but this is just something. It's a trend that's going everywhere. Yeah, and I've noticed this. Like, for example, like many people say, uh, with reason that Bad Bunny is like is a global artist, which he is a global yes. artist. But when I go to Europe. Uh, and I play in in, a, in an European country that's not uh, Spain. Um, I find um, it's always a trouble because uh, they don't know Babani, 
Oh, interesting. I mean, they probably know him, but they don't know the music. You know right. what I mean? So that's a problem. And um, that's for me, that's fragmentation. Yeah. You know, he's the most listened artist in the world or whatever in, on Spotify, but in the real world, he's not. In right. the real world, like the, the Pitbulls or the J-Los or the uh, Drakes or everything, they're more global still because they have music that caters to different different cultures. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. so there's this 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 two sides of the coin, like the there's the, the, the fragmentation and the globality at the same time. Yeah. Which is it's really mind blowing what's happening right now. It is. Mm. You know who is ahead of the game? Pitbull. Globalization. Dude. <laughs> no, Globalization, I, baby. That's was, the word he, for it. <laughs> he was ahead of the game, man. It, he was rapping over the VG songs in 2012. And now only, it's all coming back. The only person that was flipping songs was Pitbull. That's right? Five if years you think ago, about it. Yeah. Everybody he named his radio station song. Globalization, and now it's all global. It's yeah. the worldwide. Mr. Wor- Mr. 305. And his old shit. Like, <laughs> Kai, is, how do you pronounce it? Kaleocho? Kaleocho. Sorry. <laughs> That's the Australian. Kaleocho. Bojangles. Oh, man. All that yeah. shit was. Yeah, you're right. Bonkers. The up-tempo, yeah. But yeah, it's crazy. That's how it's my favorite all. type of Pitbull. Yeah. I mean, his new shit's dope too, but like that old era Pitbull. Right. And just the way he created that station and Edwin, you know, it's kind of funny. Like in a way, like I'm not kidding. Like, you know, the Edwin was like, we're going to get every different kind of DJ and play every kind of music. It's not just going to be Latin or it's not just going to be Pitbull songs or, you know, and like. That's why he, he went global and he's still global. I, I can play any people's song and I want everywhere and yeah, they're going to sing along. And yeah. I, again, I play by Bunny and I get the creak, 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 you know, the silence, the awkward Do you silence. You know who is global? Edwin. <laughs> <laughs> He's the Phenom real Mr. Worldwide. Is Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> That's true. He's the network. He's the connector for this. Yeah. Huge shout out to Phenom, Edwin. We're Phenom trying to get him to, we're yeah. trying to get him to talk yeah. on this podcast. He said, he said he was going he to. Said he said he was going to, but he ran he, away. He connected all of us here that are sitting in this room. A GoFundMe to He's, get him on this podcast, but yes. it's going to be a defundme. So <laughs> the amount of money we raise is actually how much he's going to have to pay for the time that he hasn't been on this podcast. Defund Edwin. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, he's the ultimate dot connector. And honestly, yeah, connecting people around the world. Like, I mean, even when I went to Europe this summer, he's like, all right, hit up Boromi in Spain. And when you're going to Paris and do this and, you know. And it was interesting because I did, I DJed in Madrid, Bad Bunny, massive. DJed in Paris and London, Bad Bunny, not huge. And DJed in London, and they wanted me to play all American hip-hop. I was like, yo, I just got this whole set ready of all of this all other stuff. UK yeah, stuff, yeah, and they're like, I'm no, no, no. Right Play, play Drake. So I guess yeah. the, the definition of a hit right now you should be, you should change. Right. What's a hit? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like before it used to be like a worldwide hit. Oh, we have it. Everywhere is the same. Number one everywhere. Right. But I still like there's a something like there's something really interesting about this is that for example like the the James hype song Ferrari or the Acres yeah. uh, do it to it. Right. Those are really worldwide hits. Yeah. And, and as an artist or as an artist they're not bigger than Bad Bunny, obviously, but their music is bigger yeah. than his songs. You, so it's like... They're simple. Do you, do you see do you the, think maybe the, 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 the complication of the thing right now? Like, yeah. you know, it's just, what it, is what? Is it something to do with the fact that these are club records? These are like, you know, these are records, dance floor records, essentially. Right. And dance floors are a little bit more like but common I think everywhere also clubs like it used to be like the club records stayed in the club but now the club records go on the social media because everyone's making up a dance you know so uh, there was no like da- we weren't well, dancing in danceable fun- records I honestly, I honestly think it's the language like they're, they're English records and the English culture is the main 
Culture. Maybe. Right. It is what it is. I mean, even yeah. in the... And they're simple. I mean, it's like, bounce with it, ladies. There yeah. we go. You know, and then it's like, Ferrari. You know, very simple. So, for example, like a country like, let, let's say, like, like Ger Germany. Yes. Like Ger Germany or Poland or whatever, Finland. They they, yeah. they never had, like, Spanish-speaking songs on radio. Mm. Maybe, like, some words. Like, like my music has been there, but it has some words in Spanish. That's fine. But never had, like, yeah. full Spanish song. But it always had the English songs. And the, the yeah. so, so it's a, it's a paved road for the English market already in those countries that are not English speaking. You know what I mean. So the main thing is, I think, is the language is still is still English is still probably the then one. yeah. You know what I mean, right? But, um, but Spanish is like the second the second one, and that's what's changed. I think that uh, it using they use it, it, it's not what you used to. I be. don't think Bad Bunny is that big in Australia either. Like he's big, but not that big. I yeah, always right. see the like DJ City post on that. It's like the the horrible DJ requests. Oh, play Bad Bunny, play Bad Bunny. I'm like, you kind of never really see that in like Australia. It's not, it's I mean, maybe like, I mean I don't play everywhere, right. but like he's it, it's not as big like there. Right. Interesting. So yeah, as a DJ, you don't have to stick a language. So you know, we yeah. have an advantage on that field. Oh, I mean, here it used to just be only English songs on the radio. Now you hear like Korean and uh, Spanish and, you know, whatever's a big song, you know, will come out. And it's crazy, like, you know, just how the Kate Bush running up the hill gets big on Netflix in the song. And it's on Kiss FM now every day, all day. And my son who's nine years old, knows the song now by heart because he hears the radio, you know. And I'm like, no, mm. that's an old song you're listening to. He's like, really? And I'm like, I, I had to that. show him the history yeah. of it. So everything that, um, is changing. Uh, that Toxic Pony, that yeah. that mashup that then became official is it's crazy. I, that that's so motivating and inspiring to me because it's and like, i think a lot of the record labels now see that and they're trying to make a push to like do these official mashups exactly. and that's where beat source you know hopefully is creating some things like that DJ. too yeah yeah that's gonna be so good because eventually we want to be able to share we're all living online we're all living virtually and uh, in a lot of ways and so we have to be able to share music and do different stuff and i think there's certain platforms i think that are that are adjusting and certain ones that are not, but like, it seems like YouTube is always at the forefront of letting you put stuff on and then paying the artist that mm. rather than taking the video down. Right. Like what are the platforms that you guys notice that help you grow the most? I know your YouTube is big. You you're doing TikTok a lot. Like my Instagram is where your Instagram is, is the main it has it's got the most engagement. Okay. I feel like that's what, what my fans For me, YouTube be. is the best one, but again, I mean I don't I, I don't hate White Bunny as like I like him a lot. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this summer I just I just did one remix of uh of his songs of his new album, Umberano Sinti. Yeah. And you know what? <laughs> of all the artists in the world you wouldn't think that Bad Bunny is the one that actually gets you a takedown yeah. request, like a, like a strike on your channel, yeah. an actual strike. Because yeah. normally they only like demonetize you, or yeah. like this is right. not yours, fine, whatever, you, you don't monetize. But the the this distribution of his or whatever, they just took it down and strike my channel. Like I was like, God damn, son, this is the first strike I ever gotten. And oh, wow. And That's I'm, what I wonder. So wh why some songs, they... 
it, they they have the the well, he thing just hears it. it and then just pays the artist and it's fine and some they actually strike you and, and I thought like Bad Bunny being independent I was like he understands more than anyone else like that the people like like Nicki Minaj for example I think she's in a major label or whatever yeah. and she put the acapella for everyone to uh, you know that's dope yeah yeah, yeah. And Beyonce and did yo, too but that's Bunny, so like, weird the independent strikes you down like what what, what? that's crazy <laughs> what wow oh that's good no, to I, know my channel's been know. affected in a very bad way uh, from that yeah yeah, yeah, because my, my views have gone down a lot. Also, because they just are we launched. starting a defund Bad Bunny then? <laughs> yes, <please>. no, <laughs> yes. Sorry, no, 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 no. no we're no, we love you. We're get his music is really someone's gonna blow up this office. Yeah. <laughs> no, but they do we need down. to play some Bad Bunny? <laughs> yes, yeah. no, then we'll get taken down immediately. We just learned. If you play about bias, people come in here in suits and guns. <laughs> yeah, they take down the whole <laughs> podcast. They own the podcast after that. Uh, no, it's crazy. It's crazy. No, but uh, it affects you because you, when you get a strike, it's basically, it's like you can, you can get three strikes. Wow. The third one, you don't. And mm. I read, but it's hard to get a strike now, right? Well, that's what you thought before, <laughs> yeah, that, right? Exactly. Well, I yeah. just heard yesterday they, they came out with the new um, shorts creators thing for shorts where they're going to pay people now for the shorts just like they're paying people for reels and the tiktoks and they're going to because before the numbers weren't going towards your payment and now they're going to go towards oh, that's it good. but you have to have zero strikes and 10 million plays within three months on shorts or i don't know do you put your stuff on shorts so yeah i sort of i'm starting to it, yeah i've only just kind of started and it's because i wonder like YouTube seems like the platform that will live past everything. Probably. You know, it, Instagram. It, yeah. it is, already has. Is crumbling, even though I don't think it's crumbling as much as everyone's saying. I think them adding all the stuff, people will start to use it yeah, more. Yeah, I don't actually think it's um, crumbling. Some, but some people like to all. say, like, oh, it's like Facebook. It sucks. Like, I don't think so either. I, I mean, I, Facebook doesn't really suck. If your market's there, your market's right, there. It's like right. knowing I where you're. People, people are just fatigued. Like, when, this, when, this, when a certain app has been there for, like, 10 years, yeah. people are tired of it. People so, are on yeah. Instagram posting Instagram's crumbling. <laughs> right. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like, But I do think that YouTube is the only one that's ever figured out how to make it a job for people, like a real job rather than an Instagram model or someone that can figure that out. But like yeah. they've made it where people have whole careers off having YouTube channels and they're trying to figure and they're really pushing hard on those shorts, which they're battling TikToks and reels. And maybe they'll find a way to make a more long term thing if people make a career out of it rather than just like. Oh, I got but a viral yeah, reel. Yeah, but the only downside of this is that even if you build a career on YouTube or social media, you you can always you always have to understand that it's not your your stuff. You can okay. get you know what I mean? Like you post it there. Yeah. So I know we don't have that much more time, but we want to <laughs> hit uh, we want to hit some more topics to you know. Um, give, can I give a piece of advice? Yes. Based on what you just said. Because I'm like, if you if you have like social yeah, media, please. like everyone does. Yes. And you put the stuff there. Always back it up on your on your own website or have a, a website that's separate. Yes, because you know. Great advice. Uh, you will get. I mean, it's not your YouTube is not your place. Is you don't. Mm. It's not. It's not your house. Uh, yeah. You don't own it. Oh, it's it, so it true. It can get uh, taken down at any time. So keep everything separate. Yeah. Even if you don't post it, or we'll just keep it separate or build a website that eventually it's going to be your home and it cannot never be taken down because yeah. I've seen so many careers destroyed because a change of policy, it's uh, heartbreaking. 
Yeah, that's true. Like, we don't own any of this. And they don't yeah. care about us nope. yeah, at, all. at all. And they'll change it in one second. And you see that with everything, even these huge corporations, you know, and they'll be like, oh, we can't advertise anymore. They turn the tracking off. It's like, okay, well, you are you built your whole business around this other business. So that's true. Keep it separate. And you can always repurpose it and use it later for, for other things, too. Yeah, separate mm. the content from the platform. I'll be, mm. uh, yeah. I'll be a headline. That's true. Um, clip let's that. see what's some other, uh, yeah, that's <laughs> clipped, baby. Clip it, clip it if you're watching on YouTube or we'll put it out. <laughs> um, I mean, some things I also want to talk to you guys about were, um, you know, let's see, uh, I'll kind of list off some of them, uh, like, and then we can decide what, what would be the most important things to hit on. But like, um, well, I guess I was talking about putting content out, but that's what we we're going to talk about. But like having a team and like building a team and in the same way you've built a team and you have your manager and you've built, you know, whatever team you guys have, like, like how important that is and, and how, um, how you even go about that, you know, like finding the people you trust. I know we also want to talk about like, um, DJing on sticks versus Serato. Let's go with that. Let's go with that. That's too long. <laughs> no, and I wanted to have you guys. Well, okay, okay. <laughs> I wanted to have you guys give each other like tips, like production tips. If there's any like plugins you really love to use, or you know what uh, production workstation you use, or or just tips like you were saying with the editing, don't not doing too much, or like things like that, uh, and things you've learned from studio sessions. And then I got all this other funny stuff listed at the bottom if we get there. But <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, do you want to talk? L let's talk about um, some of the production stuff because I think we don't get into that much on the show. Okay. And then we can talk about maybe the stick versus uh, <laughs> other thing. But uh, so, yeah, do you guys have any like production techniques that you could share with each other maybe um, that might help each other? Or maybe is this a crazy question? Either way, there use are plugins sax, you um, use. Use sax splice packs his yes. sample packs thank you they're dope okay. i use them i, I use them, them all the time i use splice <laughs> I mean, yeah, yes i have to say it because it's, yeah. it's true it's true they're great. great i use splice all the time i love Me too. it yeah. so good um, i'm an ableton guy like let's just start at the bottom i'm okay. an ableton is guy is that what you used to yeah, yeah every normal dj and people <laughs> i feel like it is but if you're a dj producer i know right. you said you didn't start but but starting because i was editing songs before i learned to produce and I've always found Ableton the best program for that. And so it was just that, you know, natural progression to learn in that program. And I just found it, it's the best for manipulating audio. Yeah. And it is. Yeah. So yeah, I agree. Totally. I used to have Cubase. Me too. <laughs> and wow, you could tell it was German. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I mean, God I, even used, I even used FL and it was like, that's that was, good that for was, making beats, good, but yeah. not for editing. Okay. And like, I, I don't know, if you're a DJ and you want to learn how to be a producer, it's like, start with edits, then move on to like, edits slash remixes. And like, you know, you don't have to make something completely from scratch. Find an acapella, put some shit to it. Or, or or find a song starter on Splice, like go to his sample pack or, or whoever, yeah. you know what I mean? And, yeah. you know, take something and, and build around it. I always found that every time I make a mixtape now, like that last mix I made, the Club Drill mixtape, I've, the 10, 15 beats have come out of that. Because really? not only am I making the mix, I'm adding drums, I'm doing edits within the 
project. I'm like, oh, that's a, a flip of Tokyo Drift, which then turns into a dope drill beat that I'm then like, oh, let me just take off the bell, yeah. like my own bell. Then right. suddenly I've got this brand new beat that actually stands up to my, the other drill songs I'm listening to that's dope. because I had to make it sound good enough to sit next to them. Whereas right. if I'm just making it independently in the Ableton, yeah. it's like, you. how do I know that's going to sound good next to other things? Right. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. The, the whole D, the incorporating of DJing. That's and, a great and, way of producing. That's a, yeah. And smart. Yeah. Like, like I was saying before, I don't, I don't listen to every song. This has kind of become a habit of mine. Every beat that I make, I, if, if I think it's something worthwhile, I'll bounce it out of the session and I put it in my Serato. So I've got, even if it's just a loop, most of my right. shit's just loops. So then I've got it. And then I'd like write it in the artist name, dog bounces. So like I can type that in, go through all the beats that I've made, volume one to 25 or however many yeah. I've worked on. And then I can, you know, especially with the fucking pioneers, you can plug that in and you can key shift all that shit. And I'm like, Oh, I'll change whole keys, tempos of songs, right. putting like a weekend acapella or a Drake acapella over it to see if it sounds good. You end up changing the whole That's fucking That's interesting. Beat. That's funny. I, I just met, was uh, with this really big music producer this weekend and he, he was like talking to me about, I, I was showing him the Rev 7 Pioneer thing and he was like, oh yeah, I use the effects on the Pioneer for all my productions. I just do it like that and then record it in. I've, like, been, I've actually been doing that I'm like, that that's crazy. Hey. He's like, it sounds... And he has act, he gets They've everything. UAD, he has everything for free. He's like, I just use the Pioneer stuff, you know, even on the old mixer. He's like, it sounds got a unique so good. Sound. Yeah. Like the reverb and distortion yeah. on the, um, the DDJ that I've got is right. different. Every time I do something live... And then try to recreate it. It's, it takes forever it, it's and it's like, hard. No, I liked it how that was. Right. So I might just go back to my Serato and then like, you know, I did it like I did this flip of Usher Burn and like where I took that, I think that you should let it burn. And I was like, I think that you, 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 oh, I dope. think that you, you, you. And I did that with reverb and distortion and it sounded so fucking dope doing that. With that, like, put a bit of distortion and reverb on right. it. Right. And so I just hit record. Serato Record is a fucking cheat code as well for yeah. making mixes, adding your scratches. Then you've got it separate because I'll play the mix or the beat back from Ableton. Right. Hit record in Serato, do whatever little thing I need to do. And then I've got, like, that. It's almost like it's an acapella or it's a yeah. single stem throw that in, I can edit it. Half my chops and cuts aren't even what I did probably. Like I, right. I, I, that from that bit and that from that bit. Oh, that's a, that's a cool idea. You just like, keep recording in Serato and then you can take that audio yeah, and chop it together. Yeah, Ableton and then it'll right. be like a three-minute yeah. loop. That's a great way. Yeah, yeah, yeah I never yeah. thought and about that. And then I just throw <laughs> it in and then I can pick the parts. I'm like, I don't, I've been DJing for 20 years, man. Like I don't need right. to prove – everybody's a better DJ than me. And also, I don't need to prove that I can do it. So, like, <laughs> I just want to make the best quality thing I can in the quickest time I can. So, right. like, it's Ableton and the controller. That's that's great. It is great, man. This is a great way of thinking. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers, cunts. It is. <laughs> it is. Cheers, cunts. Nah, that's why I like you having me, these You got me frothing over that. <laughs> frothing the bags, eh? Get the fucking bags. Frothing the bags. That's what I was, I was. I told them earlier that I went to a comedy show last night and I sat next to two Australian people who had just landed and it was their first time in Los Angeles and they were super fun to sit next to and they were laughing at everything like so loud that they made it even funnier. 
And at the end of the night, the guy's like, I'm just going to shoot my shot, mate. He's like, I like you, actually. He's like, you guys know, <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> keep going, keep going. I love he it. Goes, <laughs> he goes, you guys know where I can get any bags? And I was like, what the hell does that mean? I'm like, you mean like the bags with the powder in it? Get the bags. <laughs> He's like, yeah, mate. I'm like, I don't know, man. I'm sorry. You know, but I'm like, damn, this fool just came out of nowhere just straight cocaine asking for is, cocaine. It, it's not that taboo in Australia. Like, it's such a taboo thing here. It's like I a guess, vitamin. The crack. That, that, that <laughs> yeah, explains yeah, a lot. It's like Every vitamin Australian C. baby gets given a line on birth. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking take that up, you mate. <laughs> no, no. Now no, it all makes true. sense. That's <laughs> not true. But it's not as tab- taboo. Like, I'm I'm sober these days, or I'm trying to be. Yeah. But I always found my struggle with addiction not that we'll get into that right. but i want to get into it i know we kind of yeah. got a time limit here but that's a whole nother um, podcast yeah, yeah i want to i want <laughs> the only cunts. where we talk about trying to be sober in this industry trying trying yeah. no, but that's, that's the are you sober well right now i am <laughs> <laughs> it's See, 9 a.m that's my <laughs> difference right is that i'm struggling with it and i'm i'm trying I'm not yeah. like I, I I'm I'm, it's I'm not successful. Right. But it's it's only alcohol that I'm trying to deal with. Yeah. Like I, I there's so many people who have seen me at my worst drunk are like, dude, you're gonna be sober. I'm like, yeah, right. I know. I'm like that's what it's, I'm It's kinda of breaking that habit that your body feels like it needs it, you know, I guess well, or your it's brain. It's not even it's, it's my brain because brain. it's the it's the dealing with the social anxiety. Yeah. Right. But then Because you feel like you have to be doing something or adding something in the alcohol. Yeah, helps and just numbing the shit, you know? Right. And then but then when I gone out like back in the day i don't do coke that much anymore well i haven't done coke in a couple of years just like every day you do like it. no no, no it was, i only ever <laughs> drunk or did drugs to party so it was never an everyday thing anyway. right right i'm i'm kidding but i always found people would be like man they you, know, sh- you shouldn't drink and then i'll be like all right well i'm gonna get a bag and they're like dude that's even worse i go you wait i'll get smashed drunk and they're like and then i'll do a night with them where i'm just doing blow they would take drunk uh, blow any <laughs> night of the week. Me on blow is right. fine. Right. Me drunk, disastrous. Yeah. I guess you just never know what you're getting nowadays with the blow. You know, you oh, see he, people like Mac Miller, all these crazy things. You know, did he pro- die from coke though? I think so. I mean, I think they 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 see, cut it coke with fentanyl. In this country, it's, it's but, but, yeah, that's it's the taboo. Thing. I mean, yeah, but I mean, how many times have you bought street whiskey? Just a couple. <laughs> <laughs> See, like if, if you could I go buy down a, to that corner you, and this dude has it. If you could buy coke he, he lets me pour a little in my mouth. Yeah, yeah. I right. think you could good in the past, right? Like in the, the like should be able to like in the, the beginning of the cocaine uh, users the need to band together the way that the alcohol <laughs> users did in the past and fight prohibition. <laughs> Get the bags, twenty twenty two. Oh my god, we Clean need, we need a whole nother we need a whole nother pot. For the, that's gonna that's gonna be that's gonna Oh be my it. god, we didn't even get to talk about like uh okay, OnlyFans anyway, a lot of stuff. Go check out my OnlyFans. Go uh, check him out uh, on I'm other not, people's OnlyFans. I've been on other OnlyFans, but no, I haven't got mine. Maybe one day. Not I'm music, not, not doing I'm music. Not confident. Check out his other other career yes. on OnlyFans. <laughs> Australian uh hot girls. You guys also film a lot of uh videos with hot girls and I don't know if that adds to your marketing. Uh, not anymore. <laughs> yeah, I haven't done Now just hot dudes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's exactly. this, this YouTube algorithm is crazy. They, they, it, oh, it they sees don't an ass or it. something. And it's boom. Bye. Oh, interesting. You gotta, it's like, I think there's a certain distance that you can actually, because I've tried, like, like if you put like a, a twerk ass in, in like in the, in the, in the 
it's close to the camera it always gets flagged right if it's a little bit you know far, far it's all right especially if you mix it with <laughs> something else but i used to do like twerk it's videos ass algorithm twer twerk is an art man and i used to do twerk, yeah, man, twerk videos 100%. like which it's all girls twerking even guys in you know what i mean but it, it just gets it gets demonetized or or you know, all the time so it's like what's the point it's yeah. weird, right? Because TikTok seems to be the strictest on anything sexually, yeah. vis visually sexual, right? right? Yet it's the place where the most raunchiest, thottiest, sluttiest, in the best way possible, visuals and, and chicks right. and guys are. It, it's, it's like we're talking about like, oh, how do you survive, you know, if, if your YouTube or whatever goes down. Yeah. Like you, you constantly follow hot girls where it's like, you know, new account, lost mine at 100,000. Oh, right. Third account, lost my last one at 50,000. It's yeah. like, that's the battle. We don't even have to battle it the way that some yeah. like people. Well, we have it with the music against the, the sex down. workers do or whatever. The bad bunny strikes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it has to stop. <laughs> yeah, come on. But, come Remix on, more songs and show more ass. That's what I say. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Well, we got to uh, wrap it up. But um, the uh, what was I was going to ask one last little thing in here. Um, and I forgot <laughs> 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 to tell you the truth. Full disclosure. Um, oh, j I just wanted to discuss if we have just a couple more minutes. Um, like, do you think it's possible to become a big DJ or a long term DJ or have a long career as a dj without producing music now or do you need to produce music i i think you don't need to produce music you don't no okay. no because now nowadays a lot of a lot of the hype and you know um attention and engagement comes from the personality mm -hmm. so if you're a great dj and you communicate something with it you right. don't need to produce okay i yeah. mean eventually you will yeah. produce but right, maybe for the longevity. Like, do you think they'll be able to keep that going with the personality? Uh, well, eventually you'll produce, but yes. you don't have to start with producing. No, okay. because because you know, right? If you, you have, have to start with it. Yeah, but because you can engage people. Like, it's like um, you went to a comedy show. Yeah. Does the guy doing the comedy produce? No. Right. But he sells out. Right. It's the same. If you are able right. to, right, and then out, eventually right? he'll get a TV show, which uh, is almost like uh, his album. My or point. Yeah. Right. That's okay. That's 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 interesting. I and agree a cool with, connection. I agree with that a hundred percent. Right. Because a boring DJ doing nothing, but like it's cool. It's like skilled, but just boring to watch and interact with. It's the same as a boring producer. Who cares what the product is? If you're like, it's like you got to be a personality, whatever yeah. your personality, even if that is a shy thing. Look at like your Adele's or your Ed Sheeran's. They're kind of like these humble, you know, but that's their personality. Right. Right. They're but still they, being genuine in yeah. a way. And even how Nick Spinelli, the wedding DJ that I is, love that is kills it. He's himself, He's which is why his thing blows I up. I would go watch him. Man. I don't care if he produces music or not. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah. So that's, that's interesting. To the other side of that is that like, if your product is music as a DJ or producer, the only thing is is that if you don't produce, you're then and you're only making like music off of other people, like mixes, mashups, or whatever. You, you're constantly going to battle the fact that you're dealing with a product that's not yours, right? You know what I mean? The, yeah. the claims you can't put shit on Spotify. You're going to get you know the, right. the takedowns, all that shit. So, like, if you can learn, I mean, I do feel like we're in that time where, you know, maybe make mashups, maybe make bootlegs or go to Splice and get the, the song starters, but just put them together in a way that make it sound like you. Try to put your voice through whatever yeah. medium you're going to do. And, you know, but I 
honestly think, yeah, you don't, especially now. It right. does feel like we're back in that era where like another AM could pop up off of just mixtapes or mixes at least, mm-hmm. you know, because like the visual and like quick element and nostalgia of your TikToks and your reels, like there's so many fucking right. dope as fuck DJs no, popping I, off on But the, I, on the I guess, but looking from the outside, some of like, let's say Vegas clubs or Ibiza or um, festivals, they don't seem to book DJs that are just DJs yet, right? Yeah. Well, that, that's a whole conversation because they only seem to book the DJs that they know or friends, or, or friends <laughs> of, you know. They or don't really cool book a lot of new stuff. It just, it became like a bit of, you know, a who's, a circle. who's associated with an agent or something. Yeah, right? And... um and most of the DJs don't produce anyway, so they have ghost producers. So Right. <laughs> what, just, what I think it might, pretty face. it might take is a DJ to blow up the way that that, whatever that guy's name that did the Toxic Pony, right? Yeah. Like if he then did a bunch more and that blew up and then the labels came together, released them officially, and so yeah. his Spotify top 10 is all his mashups. Just mashups. But they're official. Right. Then suddenly that person is someone who could go headline a festival Whereas when, right. if it's just viral. Well, you know what? It's almost like girl talk. Like I remember seeing yeah. girl talk and on I the hope on the that s- happens. And he's coming back. I I just heard a new remix. And it might be an uh, NFT a new mashup, <laughs> maybe. Like the gorillas meets yeah. girl talk. Yeah, I heard girl but talk. It's an AI. Um, that would on yeah. OnlyFans. No, <laughs> I heard <laughs> they're playing in the background of your OnlyFans while you're having yeah. sex with the girl. The <laughs> um, the um, girl talk. I saw him like headline like the second. The biggest stage at Coachella when that stuff was so big and it was so nuts in his show. Then he went to like producing, I feel like for 11 years and he just came back with like a new mashup like yesterday or the day before. And I feel like, and all these people were like, thank God we're back. So that is interesting that you're saying that because, and he was someone that I did see headline a thing while playing like someone else's acapella over another. Yeah, it's uh, definitely an thing. art form, but it's that risky art form that you're like. And how Z Trip, you know, would do those stages. And so I guess there's yeah. a thing for it and maybe it's opening back up. Because um, I mean, I truly but the production believe does help in a sense. I think that's why you guys. Well, do it's it. another medium, but it's not the most important right now. Okay, uh, I, interesting. I, I produce a lot, and my main source of income and my main source of everything is the producing. But I'm saying this, yeah. this perspective. Okay, it is not as important as it used to be. Like mashups wow. and mixes, which you would consider as DJing, right? Are uh, as a part of producing to me as like drum programming or like. Right. You know, coming up yeah. with something on a guitar. Like, that's the, it's the same sort of... Yeah, it's just pro- a different instrument. You need to produce content. And yeah, the only yeah. thing is, is I'm using other people's materials to do it, so I'm going to run that right. copyright risk. But I, you know, truly That's the one thing is a lot of people always ask me, like, are you on Spotify? I'm like, not really. So let's like, say, like, like, sucks, like if, I, if I make a, an illegal, like, let's say like that, I, I started, like, when I did the, my illegal remix of Do It To It, because it was illegal at the time. Now it's official. But yeah, when I did, that's it was, amazing. Congrats it was on that. Illegal, too. right? That's but happening more. I got and more like now. I got like uh, two shows out of this. Yeah. So is that considered music producing? Because you know right. I got shows out of something that it's not really a production of mine. I mean, it's my remix, but it's yeah. not mine. True. Yeah, but it is I mean? a production. How it did is. you make it official? Did they hear it? Yeah, well, I knew the label. Okay, and you uh, said and check this. Them, okay, and they were like, okay. But I mean, I've, but it's I've, cool to show that you just take the initiative to to make it rather than waiting for them. A lot of yeah, people, I mean, that's what that, that toxic that pony thing is. My right. friend 
restricted. He's like a uh, like minimal DJ in a in Australia and and Crunk. He like Crunk did a flip of a bill, a remix a bootleg of a Billie Eilish song, uh-huh. which they then they never put it out, but they paid him and made it official. The same thing happened with Restricted. You know that flute song that goes, uh, uh, how does it go? Um, Deep throat when she blows my whistle. Don't give me a tune. Do, 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 do. <laughs> I don't know. Sounds no, good it's though. Fucking, it's a fire <laughs> drill song, and it blew up on TikTok. He made this minimal remix of it. Like it goes into this dope thing, and then they just made it official. We put it out. Wow. And it's like that shit happens nowadays more and more. There's that fucking mashup of BG's "Staying Alive" and Fifty Cent in the club. I think that blew up on TikTok. That's now an official Spotify release. Really, this is happening more and more, and you just got to run the gauntlet. You just got to. Do your bootlegs, put yeah. them up. I mean, it's. I mean, we. You're gonna have the. It sucks. I hate hearing that story about the bad bunny thing because yeah. a strike. I felt like strikes had gone, but maybe not on TikTok. They don't really no, strike no, no, on they, there. They, it was YouTube. Yeah, it was YouTube. they put you in a strike, and then actually you have to go to copyright school. Like you're, yeah. you're a dumbass. no, like traffic school or something. Yeah. So that he month, I actually, that I actually, did, I actually did traffic school. It's a Colbert right, uh, Colbert Red Flag City project. Thank you. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> <laughs> just like, and uh, and I did copyright school and traffic school at the same time. So like, I felt like the dumbest person on earth. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting reprimanded. Oh, oh my god, that's copyright so interesting. School. Fuck the fuck the laws Damn. around music. Hey, I, music does not. Be- once a music is a song has been released, it doesn't belong to anyone. It belongs to everyone. I truly believe that. It, you should be anybody should be able to do anything. Now that's w- something weird for an artist to say because you want to, like the grey areas. Well, how do you get paid Make money? And yeah, yeah, like which you should get, you should get the money. You should be paid for your time and like. Look, your, I'll, I'll do you one better. I can do a remix that's illegal, and they can get the money. Like right, like, like you exactly. know what I mean. That's how I feel but like the YouTube and all that me. should work. Right, right, exactly. and that's kind of how I thought it did work. That's what was surprising. That it's that like, why are you like like. Well, the, the when they monetize your stuff, when when you make a remix and they monetize it, that's the way to go. Don't need to be taking it down for what? Yeah. Well, taking it down, I'm I'm still gonna play. They're not gonna come and, and take right. it down what I'm what I'm what I'm playing, and maybe other DJs play it. So it's like you know that whack-a-mole thing. They, they just just yes. try to yes. This is just a, a view of yeah. Like, this is old school. I don't know, man. Just I'm just I'm just ranting. Sorry. No, it's true. <laughs> All right, yo, I think uh, we're reaching the end of the episode, but I feel like we could talk for another three hours. We might have to somehow part Do another two this one. thing because now. there was so much <laughs> stuff I want to I want to get to, but uh, we don't want to make the longest episode ever. So, um, what do we? Vlats is the one editing all this video, does, so I think uh, shut up. We gotta we gotta make his job easier. If we weren't on YouTube, we could talk yeah. for ten hours. Sorry. <laughs> We'll do the live stream Twitch version. Thank yeah. you. Everybody listening, send Vlats a thank you card. <laughs> yes. And send him money. And send him at least $1. We'll a, we need a go the GoFundMe. Fu- oh, we need all the money from the GoFundMe goes to Vlats, actually. Yes. With the fun, Edwin. The fun, Edwin. And it's going to buy him a video, a switcher that can just do this <laughs> instantly. If we start a GoFundMe that gets you like heaps and heaps of money, can we just talk for five hours? Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's up to you, listeners. <laughs> Please, let's do this. Subscribe to Sac Noel's uh, Instagram. He's going to donate part. Of- no, <laughs> <laughs> I'm still trying to get my subscription oh, out I there, see. guys. <laughs> I, I can donate. Yeah, bro. <laughs> no, no, no. You keep that. You keep oh, that shit. money. Sorry, I'm it's not going towards you. Oh, it's going towards your uh, 
packs. The sample packs. Oh my! All right, well, yo, go it. go check these guys out. We got at Buried by Dog D A W G at Sac Noel is where you find them mm-hmm. um, on all social media, right? Yeah, and um, you know, go support their stuff, listen to their music, and. Um, Post clips of this on your own Instagram if you if you're feeling it. Oh, we're, big, we're big fans of your show. Yeah, man, oh, I man. love it. Thank you for yeah, having you know, me. Thank you, guys. Like, this was so stuff. fun. This yeah. was a first of its kind, and actually, it was really fun to do this. At the time flew by. I was like, oh, we're gonna be all right. But like yeah, I, I said, we I feel like we could talk minutes, for like another like, <laughs> couple hours. I have mm. so much stuff written down that I'm like, oh my god. So we'll do part um, two. This we'll is amazing. Yeah. We got to do this again. Definitely, uh, man. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you guys for listening to the show and coming and taking your time. Be World's here. best podcaster. Shit. Thank you. Just hitting that snoop button. Blad out. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you. Let's produce a new theme song. The co- uh, collab, the the dog sack spider. Morning will cunts, all produce morning it. Cunts, morning cunts. Yeah, twenty podcasts. We need a, Fuck we yeah, need a new intro song. So uh, <laughs> I want to make a contest for listeners to like do a new intro song. I'll scratch just on do it, it or just something. Do it. I'll right? participate. Yeah. We need that. Yes. All right, yo. All right, thank you, guys. We will uh, see you out there. Yeah, Fuck yeah. For cheers. Sure. For see, sure. Have fun in wherever you're going. Australia, Spain, around the world. okay peace peace out hollywood okay that was a classic episode oh my god i felt like we could have gone on forever there was so many crazy things unexpected things in there and uh things we didn't even get to so we might need a part two three four of that who knows thank you to chronic aka doug and sack noel for coming on the show love those dudes and uh got so much out of it and also Love you guys, the listeners, the beat sorcerers. We couldn't do it without you. Thank you guys for listening. We're on every platform. So if you're listening to us on audio, you can always check the video on YouTube or vice versa. We're on Apple, Spotify, all that. Rate and review with podcasts and help us grow and tell your friends. Post the clips on your social media. Help us out, guys. But thank you um, for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, the 20 Podcast is produced by Beat Source. Join us next week for more interviews as we discuss music that matters to DJs. I'm DJ Spider signing off. Peace. And that was The 20 with DJ Spider.